Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Okay, I am popping in here really quickly to share something that I have never offered before. And it's only for my podcast listeners, so listen up really closely. This month alone, I am giving away two lucky podcast listeners the chance to get a hold of some of the world's best masterclasses. I am giving away a one-year subscription to Masterclass worth $250. Masterclass is an online subscription platform to learn from the world's best experts on practically anything related to personal growth, career, mindset, and more. Some of my favorite masterclasses include Elaine Welteroth's Designing Your Career, She's the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue, Robin Roberts, Effective and Authentic Communication. She's an anchor at GMA, Lewis Hamilton's A Winning Mindset. He's a seven times Formula One world champion. But wait, there is more. I am also giving away one career power hour session valued at $497. This is your chance to work with me one-on-one -on -one to get your career strategy in place and secure that promotion or salary raise, whatever it is that you are currently going after in your career. All you have to do is one, leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or your podcast listening app of choice, telling us what you love about the show. And two, share your review with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or email before June 30th. And that's it. I'll be announcing the winner on the podcast and all my social media channels in June to give you enough time to leave your review and enter the giveaway. Sending you some good luck. Hello, ladies, you're listening to episode 43. Today, I am talking about self-sabotage and how this shows up in our careers. Now, I find that it's so easy for us to understand this when it comes to healthy eating or fitness journeys, because, you know, we know what we need to do, right? We know we need to wake up, go for that workout, stop eating those things that you know you're not supposed to eat, but sometimes we don't do it, right? We have a gap between what we know and what we do or who we are and who we need to be in order to have the goals we want for our fitness. The same applies in your careers. And today I'm talking about the top five self-sabotaging behaviors that I see and that I have also experienced. So this is not a judgment zone. This is for you to get that awareness of how these behaviors might be showing up in your career and stopping you from having 
that next big career goal that you really want and you've been working towards. So this is one of those episodes that you want to listen to probably two or three times, take some notes, because I want you to challenge yourself and think of how you can start to be more aware when these behaviors come in your career and what triggers them and what you are going to do differently so that you can start to move forward and suppress these behaviors because they never really go away, but we need to learn how to manage them so that we can move forward and achieve our goals anyhow. So listen closely and enjoy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Today, I want to talk about behaviors that stop us from having the results that we want. So self-sabotaging behaviors that are stopping us from having the results that we want in our career, that are stopping us from getting that promotion, from securing that raise, from getting that new job opportunity that you really, really want so bad. And this is not a judgment zone because we all self-sabotage in one way or another. If you have heard of imposter syndrome, you've probably experienced it in some form or way, whether it is in your life, in your business. As a mom, I experience it so, so many times. That mom guilt is actually imposter syndrome. It's just a nice way of saying it. So this is not a judgment zone to make you feel like there's something wrong with you for exhibiting these behaviors. But I want you really to start to get into this level of awareness when you are doing certain things or behaving or reacting in a certain way to the circumstances you find yourself in, in your career, so that you can start to, first of all, awareness is always the first step to changing. Once you're aware that these are the triggers that trigger this self-sabotaging behavior, then you can do something about it, okay? First of all, what do I mean by self-sabotage? So let me give you a few examples so that you can let me know if this resonates with you. One, I think when it comes to fitness and health, it's so plain and so straightforward. Like everyone understands this whole concept of self-sabotaging behavior whenever I talk about fitness and health. So we know that we need to eat healthily, but we don't always do that. We know that we need to have our water every day. We know that we need to have a balanced diet, but that doesn't happen. So we know that we need to do certain things in order to be healthy, in order to be fit, in order to achieve our fitness goals, but doesn't happen. We know that we need to wake up early do our workout, go to the gym, make sure we are doing it consistently in order to achieve that fitness goal or that weight loss goal that we have. But what happens? We start off very well at the start of the year, right? And by February 9th, we are already off the bandwagon. That's pretty much what New Year's resolutions are like. So people will set New Year's resolutions that they want to achieve certain things and they'll be so excited about them. And, you know, the first week, first month, everyone is pumped up. You can literally feel the energy around you when you talk to people and when you talk about what they want to do for the year, what they're excited about. And then by February 9th, it's like, poof, it's like this cliff that suddenly the things that people were so excited about have probably fallen off. That whole, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to be so consistent. By the second month of the year, people are already like off the bandwagon. Why does that happen? Why do we do things 
that we know are not going to help us achieve what we want, but we know that we should not be doing those things. That is what I call self-sabotage, okay? You know you should talk in that meeting. Let me now bring it closer to home because I've talked about fitness, I've talked about New Year's resolutions, but bringing it closer to home and our careers So you know you should be vocal, right? You know you should be speaking in that meeting. There's a big meeting coming up. You've been invited. Maybe you don't have something that you've been allocated to speak about, but you know that you should raise your voice in that meeting, but then you don't. Self-sabotage. You know that you need to expand your networking. You know that there are certain events in your profession that you should be attending in order for you to expand your network, in order for you to see what opportunities are out there, in order for you to nurture the relationships that maybe you have, but you don't. You keep saying, that next event, I'm going to go to it. That next one, I am going to apply to be a speaker at that event and I am going to say something. But when, you know, two weeks before or a month before, you get cold feet and it doesn't happen. That is self-sabotage, ladies, because we know that we need to do this thing in order to have the result that we want, but we still do not do it. And what I call this is the knowing and doing gap. There is a gap between what you know needs to be done, but what you are actually doing. And as a result, your results in your career remain the same from year in, year out. It's the 2% salary increments, or maybe even no salary increments. It's you not getting the job opportunities that you want. It's constantly being overlooked for promotions. It's feeling that you are not being paid your worth. Why do those results continue to happen? It's because there is a gap between what you know you should be doing and what you should be doing. And sometimes the gap exists, but you don't always know what you don't know. So I get that sometimes There is a, maybe it's not knowing versus doing gap. But for the most of us, we do know what we need to do, but we don't do it. And I want to talk specifically about the self-sabotaging behaviors I see over and over again. And that I also practiced for a long time in my career that held me back. I just got my promotion letter two days ago. So I am officially a director in my organization But ladies, that took me four years to get there. From the time that I was acting in this position, I didn't even get the title acting director. I just found myself having to lead the team when my boss unceremoniously left. And I had to step up to the plate. And I thought it was going to be automatic. Like, okay, yeah, my boss is gone. This is my opportunity to shine. It took me four years before I finally got the title director, even though I essentially, technically, I was actually doing the work. So it's not about doing the work. And that's the first behavior I see that we do that is self-sabotaging our ability to have those results, to have that next promotion. Focusing on knowing more and doing more. It is not about knowing more. It is not about working hard. If that was the case, then the people who are the smartest in the world, the people who are the most hardworking would be the happiest, wealthiest, fittest, whatever it is, right? They would be up there in terms of their happiness levels, but we know that's not the case. So if having the results that we want was about knowing more and doing more, then working hard would definitely 
result always in you being able to get promoted. But we know that's not the case. I've just given you my example now of how it took me four good years. And it's not like I was just sitting on my laurels and not doing anything. I did a lot of work. I sacrificed a lot of time away from home. I did things that I knew were not expected of me at the level that I was at. But I knew I needed to do these things. And sometimes I feel like I overdid them. And there were a lot of times I also kept quiet because I think I also held myself back from accelerating or getting into the position I am in today. I should have been there much sooner. But I also held myself back because I thought that working hard and knowing more, learning more, getting another certification was what I needed to prove that I was ready for the next level. So that's the first self-sabotaging behavior. Number two, waiting until you are 100% comfortable with your know-how before you start raising your voice. That's also known as imposter syndrome. The big bad guy that we hear about, it's become such a big buzzword now, this whole concept of imposter syndrome. That's how it shows up in your career. Thinking that you need to know more than you do now, thinking that just because your colleagues seem to know more than you do now, you have no right of, you know, raising your voice. You have no right of sharing an opinion that maybe is different to your boss's opinion. Why does that happen? It's because we think, again, it's back to the first point, that we need to be knowing more in order for us to look like, oh yeah, she knows what she's talking about. And what happens? We end up having that knowing doing gap. We end up not going to talk in the meetings. We end up not raising our voices. And then we complain that we are not visible. We complain that no one is taking us seriously. People are just, you know, giving us menial tasks and work when we should be taken seriously as a subject matter experts. But we are also not doing the work of being visible. Okay, I am so excited to make this announcement to help women finally find their voice, become leaders in their field and get paid their worth. If you know you don't want to be where you are in your career 12 months from now, Design to Lead was made for you. So listen up closer. Design to Lead is my private coaching program for ambitious career women who are ready to get promoted to the next level and start making an impact while creating generational wealth. In six months time, you could have the clarity you need to land that promotion or dream role in your career or get big pay raises that you never thought were possible. With the right strategy, bankable career plan and solid mindset to give you the confidence and kick self-doubt on the curb for good, which is what you'll get in Design to Lead and even more, together we'll be celebrating your next big career goal. Head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead to apply to work with me in this program or DM me the word elevate on any of my social media channels to find out more. Let's get your career elevated for good. The third self-sabotaging behavior is fear. Ladies, fear is going to stop you from taking action. And the only way you can get over fear is actually taking action. It's kind of like this self-serving result. If you don't take action, the fear will just continue to build up and build up. But if you actually get over that fear and do it anyhow, you will feel so much better. Let me just repeat that and let that sink in. If you do something with the fear, I'm not saying get over the fear, 
but get over the fear of doing it and just do it with that fear, you will feel so much better once you've done it. I did that today in my day job. There was someone I knew I needed to meet and I had been holding off doing this for a long time because it was actually, it's, it's a client in my organization and I know that there were some things that we didn't do really well and I was the lead in that project and I kind of was very defensive about my position but I knew deep down that I needed to meet this person and make things right and, you know, sort of clean the slate and get our relationship back to where it was before three years ago when this thing happened. And I finally did that today. And I was so, so afraid of doing it. I was so afraid of facing this person because I didn't know how this conversation would go. But it actually went well. And I'm so grateful that I did it with the fear. Another example is this very Instagram page, this very podcast that I started. I sat on this for so long. For so long, I was thinking, what are people going to say? What are people going to think about me? Who am I to think that I can be talking about career advancement when I'm just a manager, right? That was way before, you know, I got the promotion that I have now at director level. And even now, I still feel that there are many reasons why I shouldn't even be on this forum talking about careers because there are so many other smart women out there who know way more than me who should be talking in my stead. So fear will stop you in your tracks. Ladies, there is no other way to get over the fear than to just take action every single day, whether that is imperfect action, take that action because the more you do it, the more you practice, the better you're going to become. And you're never going to get the result anyway if you're not taking the action. You're never going to get that result. I was watching Michael Jordan's documentary on Netflix and he was saying, I don't even worry about taking the shot. Why should I worry about whether the ball goes in the hoop even before I've taken the shot? That's how fear stops us from taking action. You're not even taking the shot and you've already failed by not taking action. Because the only thing that is worse than failing is not taking action. Because if you don't take action, then we won't even know whether you've succeeded or not. So we need to get over that fear. And the only way to get over the fear of doing things is just doing them anyway. Just going head on, doing it, learning from it, and moving on. Self-talk that reinforces the results that we have. What happens when you prepare for a job interview you think, you know, this is your shot. You know that you've well prepared. Maybe you've done research. Maybe you've connected with a few people in this organization that you are, you know, interviewing for and you go there and then you get the regret letter or the regret phone call that, sorry, we didn't choose you or, you know, sorry, we regret to say that you were not successful in your interview. What happens to a lot of us? The 95% of the population will be like, wow, okay, I didn't get the, the position. So, you know, they'll just stop in their tracks. They just give up and they're like, okay, after all, I didn't get that interview. So probably means I was maybe aiming too high. I was maybe being a bit aggressive. Maybe I was overconfident. So let me just continue doing what I am doing right now and hope that someday things are going to change. That's what 95% of us would do self-talking that reinforces the results that we have. 
So because you are telling yourself that, you know, after all, you didn't get that job or after all, you didn't get that opportunity, you continue to stay in the circumstances that you are in and the results that you have dictate how you think about yourself, how you think about your career and your future. They dictate the actions that you take because the actions that you take can never be higher than the thoughts that you think. If you've already given up after just one job interview, you're not going to take the action to go again. Your thoughts have already limited your ability to get up, learn from that situation, be very objective about the situation and ask yourself what you could do differently and go out there and do it again until you succeed. So that self-talk, we need to find a way to break the cycle of that continuous chatter in your mind that keeps feeding these negative thoughts, these negative feelings that eventually continue to keep us with the results that we have. The last one is relinquishing control of your career to your boss or to someone else. How many times have I seen this? I think I've been on four calls this week talking with ladies who want to achieve big things. They have ambitious goals. They want to become C-suite levels. And then they'll say something that completely leaves me like, okay, why do you think your boss should be in control of this decision? They'll say something like, well, my boss wants me to get coached by this person or, well, my boss wants me to go on this training or, well, my boss thinks that this is the right role and position for me. Ladies, let us stop relinquishing control of our careers and what we want to other people. This is not about other people's opinions. This is about what we want because we can actually create those results. I don't know where we get this thinking that whatever our boss thinks about what we can achieve is probably the truth. We kind of limit ourselves to what other people's opinions of what we should be doing, where we should be going in our career, instead of thinking about what do I want? What feels good to me right now? What do I want to achieve? And working backwards and reverse engineering from the goal that you want to what you need to do to get there. So please, if that's something that you've been doing where you're thinking and waiting for your boss to give you opportunities, you're waiting for your boss to tell you the next step, you're waiting for your boss to give you that promotion and raise before you start raising your voice, before you start raising your profile, ladies, that is self-sabotaging behavior. Because the results that you have in your career are completely your responsibility. They are your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Not your bosses, not your partners, not your parents, not anyone else, your best friends. They are your responsibility alone. Okay, so I hope you get why I've said that this episode or This IGTV is one that you want to watch or listen to probably two or three times before this sinks in. And, you know, just reinforcing the first point that I raised in terms of the first self-sabotaging behavior, that knowing doing gap. I've even gone further to call it the knowing being gap, because who you are today is determining that the results that you are having. What do you think changed in the last four years? for me to get the result that I have now, to go from manager to director level? What do you think changed? My boss didn't change, right? I've had the same boss 
we've had the same HR performance review process. That hasn't changed. That hasn't gotten more in favor of me. My team didn't change. It's grown a bit, but it's not changed significantly. The kind of work opportunities are still the same. The environment that I'm in is still the same as where I was four years ago. What do you think changed for me to go from manager to suddenly associate director? And all this happened, by the way, in the last six months. The only thing that changed and that could have changed in that factor, in that equation that I have just shared with you is me. It was me, who I was being, how I was showing up every day, what was my attitude. Let me just be honest, two years ago, the relationship between me and my boss was not as great as it was now. I had to make a decision that I am going to stop complaining. I am going to stop feeling like I deserve more. And I am going to show my boss that I do and communicate it as well. I would complain a lot about things that were happening in my career, and I wasn't even being vocal about them. My boss didn't even know the grievances I had. My boss didn't change. I changed. I made that decision that I am going to be that director now. I am going to be that leader now, and I am going to show these people that I am more than capable of leading a team, of having the responsibilities of a director, of being given the responsibility to sign, right, to take pen on paper and sign on behalf of the organization, I had to do that. Not any training that I did, not any HR person that suddenly started talking on my behalf. I had to do it. I had to change from the inside, ladies. So if you know that there is a gap between who you are today and the kind of person you need to be to have the goal you want, I want you to think of what those gaps are. And if the next level that you want to be at is at a senior level of leadership, then I would highly recommend you use my 4C framework and rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 where you are on each of those four pillars of leadership and where you need to be is probably at a 10 in order to get that promotion. And then start asking yourself, what can you do to bridge that gap, because that's the only way you're going to get that promotion is you start being that person now. You do not wait until you get the promotion to start being that manager, to start being the director. You start being that person now and you will be surprised when you make that decision that you are going to be that person now. You'll be surprised at the opportunities that will come your way to start displaying those characteristics, those behaviors and to start suppressing the self-sabotaging behaviors because they actually don't go away. They stay with us for a long time. Self-sabotaging behaviors never go. You've heard of the phrase new level, new devil. It just changes. It just becomes different. Imposter syndrome is not going to go away. You just have to find a way to be able to deal with it. And like I always like to remind all of the women I come across, you do not have to do this alone. You do not have to do this alone. Find your squad. Find your people who are going to support you, who are going to direct you, who are going to guide you, not tell you what to do. And, you know, if you feel like you need support right now in closing that gap between who you are today and who you need to be 
and you are just tired of having the same results in your career year in, year out, I want to invite you to my career game plan call. The link is in my bio. All you need to go to is bit.ly forward slash designed to lead or drop me a message with the word elevate and I'll share with you a few more details on how this call, which is complimentary, by the way, will help you identify those gaps and will give you together, we'll sit down, it's a half an hour session, me and you sitting down together, identifying those gaps and giving you a very clear plan on how to close those gaps so that you can have that next promotion, so that you can make these goals a reality in as little as 12 months, if this is something that you are really serious about. All right, ladies, I had so much fun talking with you today. Definitely listen to this episode or IGTV again. And let me know in the DMs or in the comments, what was your biggest aha moment and which self-sabotaging behavior do you know you are going to be working on intentionally? All right, ladies, I will see you in next week's show. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.